Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. What is a Swift, Jimmy? A Washington football Jimmy, player you cannot even tell me what a Swift is. Who Al you Davis would have drafted. <laughs> Al, did Al Davis own the Washington? Darius Hayward Bays, how about that? The Darius Hayward Bays. Does yes. Darius Hayward Bay work play for Washington? Yo, what's good, everybody? Welcome to Unfair Sports, where we take a pensive approach to the sports conversation. Thank you for checking us out wherever you are listening to us at on your favorite podcast distributor. While you're there, please go in and rate us and review us and give us five stars. You don't think we deserve it? Meh. Just give us five. Anyway. Gifted. All right. So on today's episode of Unfair, we're going to dive into is KD now back to being Mr. Unreliable. The Washington <laughs> football team has now added uh, some name options. We're going to see what they make sense. Cuba and Luca have issues with playing tournaments. We're going to dive deeper into that. Wrap things up with a little bit of Brady and Mahomes having surgery conversation. Make sure you hit us up on the unfair fan line, 430-901-1906. Let us know what you think of the show. Tell us about our opinions. Give us your strongest opinions and let us know how wrong Jimmy is. Never. We'll take that. Uh, but no, hit us up on the fan line, 430-901-1906, as well as check us out on our YouTube page to see the video version of this conversation. With that. Bam. Master J, what's going on? What it do, baby? Level of exhaustion is kicking in. Oh, yeah, why is that? A uh, long weekend. I went to a soccer tournament in Kansas City. Kids team won. They won four games, won the championship. We walked in there, basically snatched their chain. Awesome. Um, it was up? beautiful. You know what I'm saying? Just deboed our way through it. It was beautiful. <laughs> um, chef's kiss. So proud of it, except for the five-hour drive back home yeah so you, you pay for it that way but it was well worth it you come back with the hardware right right right, right. that's what matters the well, most. we got chains now we're gonna sell it back to them <laughs> <laughs> double the price <laughs> it double the price yeah but with that let's go ahead and what you got before we do that though jay Uh-oh. i have an interesting Uh-oh. question for you yeah you didn't Uh-oh. see this oh, i did i didn't did see this did so coming. all right so last week um i was talking to this this young kid that i work with Uh-oh. and i was trying to i was talking to them about uh being alive when jordan's were coming out when Jordan was still playing yeah. and just how that changed the really changed sports, changed, you know, shoes, apparel, part of what made him just this international icon, this goat. And I was thinking about, okay, what made these Jordan brand shoes so iconic? Because I always thought that they had just one of the best, most creative designs that you had ever seen. But you have Michael Jordan, obviously wearing these shoes, this goat, this larger than life basketball figure. So, which do you think has more to do with why his shoes were iconic? How creative the designs were or the fact that he wore them? Ooh, that's mm-hmm. a pretty good debate. Yeah. Um, if you want me to be keep it a buck, yeah. it's because he wore them. Mm. I don't believe that it was the creativity behind them. Even though the creativity was up there. It was fly it was fly seeing the types. I mean, from the threes uh-huh. with the elephant print to the elevens <laughs> with the patent leather that really got everybody's attention. My favorites. The Concords, just basically just about everybody's favorite. Yep. Those eleven Concords yep. are the ish, them and the breads. 
Uh, but it felt like more so is because Jordan wore them. That mm. was back when sneakers, I mean, Chucks were the big deal back at that point. Mm. Uh, British Knights, K-Swiss, we had all kinds of uh, uh, different types of sneakers. But every, the, the Reebok pumps were big. I had some of those, yeah. But it was because they were Jordan and they were his and you felt like you played like him when you wore them so the the aura of mj feels like that was the reason why those shoes are so popular mm-hmm. what do you think i was going back and forth because I, that's what i told this kid like each time that they came out like it was just just something just mind-blowing a design that you would never seen and i know that signature shoes were in the infancy during that time they were yeah but it's like they've never been able to match you know what they were when jordan came out still to this day yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's so, the tough part is getting the proper designs that's really uh-huh. going to get people's attention yeah. about the shoe. And I, right. So for me, it was personal in the sense that I always hated Michael Jordan, even though he was a GOAT. I hated him for so many reasons. But each time his shoe came out, I knew that that was one of the best shoes I'd ever seen. And I knew that my mother was not going to drop the 150 to get them. So time. I never actually had a pair of Jordans when I was younger, but I always loved the creative designs behind them. But I was kind of going back and forth as to which it was. Like, you took this same set of shoes, and, I mean, back then, let's see, who might have even matched anywhere near him? I don't know, Barkley, all the people he beat. I guess there really would have been nobody. There were really no signature who, shoes out there right. that existed up until, um, if you, hmm, a real signature shoe that we cared about? Yes, I feel well, Iverson, like Iverson's? Iverson's was the only the, the next one in mm, line. Mm. That was it. Like I'm trying to think. <laughs> right. I mean, you had the answer. You had some. You had the Adidas Kobe Adidas shoes. You had which he bought himself out of his Adidas contract <laughs> to go to Nike. Which is even more hilarious. Yeah. Um. Nah, what, what about Shaq's shoes? That was more of a. It was kind of not Sean people, Kemp's people as well. Didn't wear them. Yeah. Sean Kemp's. He had a couple of good shoes. Didn't yeah. He? The Kamikazes yeah. were clean. Yeah. But. A uh, Pippin, Pippin's Airs, the 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 big air bubble uh-huh. shoe that was uh, uh the air up tempos were also one. Huh. See, I I asked you this because I knew you were a sneakerhead, so yeah, that's, I figured that's, you'd have. That's a good question. Yeah, I, I guess it's tough to determine which one actually had more to do with the iconic the nature of yeah. the Jordan shoe. Yeah, yeah, is it him or the shoe? Huh. <laughs> Got me have to think about that. Yeah, think about it. But let's dive into topic number one. As expected, kind of told y'all this was going to happen. Y'all didn't want to listen to me. And sure <laughs> enough, uh, it's one of those. My shirt does a great job. The last episode, my shirt told you, listen to me now. And then just believe, believe me, me later on. Later on. Uh, Net star Kevin Durant was forced <laughs> to leave the Brooklyn game against the Heat early mm-hmm. in the first quarter with a left thigh contusion. Mm-hmm. He's going to be reevaluated Monday, and they'll determine what's going on. If you've noticed, Kevin Durant has been dealing with injury after injury after injury. It's basically he's fallen apart ever since he had that Achilles um, tear mm-hmm. two seasons ago. Mm-hmm. So the question we have to ask ourselves now is, can not only A, the Heat rely on Kevin Durant going into the playoffs – Will he even be available? Mm-hmm. Given that Kevin Durant hasn't ended a season healthy in three years, we'll say. Yep. No, you cannot depend on him. You would have been able to, I would say you would have been able to depend on Kevin Durant if he didn't, what was it, two months that he hasn't played? Yeah, with the, with the hamstring yeah, injury. he came back from this and now he's out again. We don't know for how long. Hopefully it's a short time. Right. You can't 
You can't depend on him. And if you can't depend on him, then you can't depend on your team. You can't depend on your team, then you can't depend on the possibility of you making it out of the East when you have at least maybe one to two teams who on paper, yes, you're better than, but who can push you and find a way to beat you if one to two of your stars miss games in the playoffs or aren't 100%. And that's my worry with Kevin Durant. Even if he does come back, he's not going to be – 100%. 100%. What I mean by that is not so much 100% healthy, but 100% full tilt mm-hmm. in the sense that he knows that he's got to be tentative with himself or they're going to have to restrict some of his minutes for that reason in order to try to preserve him. And in so doing, that can cost you a game or two because that's just the nature of you know pull, having to pull the reins back on Kevin Durant. Right. So to me, that would be my worry. I think with this, and I did see the injury with left thigh contusions, I don't know exactly – how long people are typically out. You may have an idea of that. No clue. I was trying to figure out the same thing. Like, what is a typical yeah. time frame for that uh-huh. in the NBA? I, I haven't seen anything. But that I, gives I think this is problematic. Definitive. I think this is problematic. No, I agree with you. I mean, and the biggest problem I've seen with this is that the Nets' big three have only played seven games together. Mm-hmm. And they've been together for longer than that, at least at least 20 games, if not 30. But they've only played seven together. That's going to bleed over into the playoffs where that – chemistry is going to be needed in order to determine who's going to do what in the most critical moments of of the season. I'm not backing down from my pick. They will be eliminated in the second round only because, and I, and I, and I never said this because I don't think that the Nets can do it. I don't know who's going to be available to even play at that point. Mm. They have been showing us that not only are they not really healthy, but this compressed season is starting to really weigh on everybody. And we'll talk about this on the other side, Mm. But this whole year, this is this is kind of like like a lost year. Like I talked about this on my solo, and then that's the thing that really jumped out on me is how many players are really starting to get injured. And I saw a report not too long ago that it looks like some of the top stars are going to lose miss about fifteen percent of the season, which is the second highest in NBA history. And I think it was Hoop Central that tweeted that out. Mm-hmm. That's scary. And if you got to think about it to go along with that, this season. Being compressed, we've got the Olympics this summer, and you still got to try to start next season on time in order to get back to a normal cycle. Mm-hmm. In which you do that, we we'll, we won't get back to a normal year until maybe twenty twenty three. And if it's going to take that long for everyone to get healthy, we're going to miss out on a lot of basketball because you're going to have a ton of injuries. And what do you do if you have those injuries? Mm-hmm. Nothing. It's going to be there. I mean, and it's like. Each generally, each championship team comes down to who's the healthiest. Yep, and it's a game of attrition. Yeah, hundred so, percent. So it's almost like it's a double game of attrition in the sense that already in the NBA or any championship in any major uh, professional sport in America, you usually the healthiest team. Yes, the best teams, but usually the best healthiest Healthy team. team is the one that gets there. <laughs> so now with this with this compressed season, it's really going to be about who can sort of limp their way to this title in a sense because you look on the other side of that the dream matchup that people have are the Brooklyn Nets against the Lakers yes. in the finals and you have these injuries with LeBron James who might be back early May and with Anthony Davis who could be back sometime this week or next week right but then you worry about their ability to be healthy leading up to the finals because the playoffs by nature is a more grueling it's a more grueling season Yeah, it's much more physical. And that's, again, part of what I worry about with Kevin Durant because I think you talked last week, I think we were talking about, I can't remember who the player was, I think it was Kyrie Irving in the sense that, yeah, with the N-word, once other players know what your weakness is, know how to get under your skin, they're going to use that against you. So now that other players in the East see how unhealthy, in a sense, or I hate to say brittle, 
but how injured Kevin Durant has been often on this season, which means that they're going to get, they're not going to try to hurt him on purpose, really, but they're going to get much more physical with him because they know he'll either be tentative or he can't handle it. And that, him missing a game or two or being out for a series, can swing the entire series, which can swing the entire championship. That's a good point. That's a good point. And with, yeah, ooh. This is not this is not good for This is Brooklyn. terrible because think about this. We said we asked, can you depend on Kevin Durant this season for the playoffs? And you can't. But you can't depend on the other two either. No. You can't, you can't depend on Kyrie Irving emotionally. He enjoys PTO. Yeah. <laughs> He's using other people's PTO. <laughs> right? You can't trust him. <laughs> he borrowed time from somebody else <laughs> so they, without asking. <laughs> oh wow. Right. He's like, that guy. They just look on their check stub and see that it's forty hours less. Like Kyrie. <laughs> hey man. Right? And well, he ain't even there to tell you right. actually right. run up so for it. But yeah, have to wait till he comes back. You have to text him. And then James Harden, <laughs> who is out right now with a hamstring, so we yes. know how that can be. So the more and more I think about this, the more and more I'm starting to get upset with myself that I took this bet that they were going to make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. So I really feel like I've been hoodwinked and bamboozled by you. And um, you I'm owe gonna me an, you owe me an apology at some point. Actually, I don't because all the information was placed up front to you yeah. over like five weeks before we actually made said. Bet. Also true. I tried to tell you. I told everybody that listens to the show the problem with the Nets is that we do not know who's going to be healthy. Now, true. if they can make it through, I put it like this: if they end up getting eliminated early and all of them just chill this summer. Mm-hmm. Then next year, I think the Nets will be a problem mm-hmm. because at that point they'll be rested, their bodies will be uh, better healed, especially if they don't do the Olympics. Brooklyn Nets, all four of your players, none of y'all need to do the Olympics. Just stay away from the Olympics. Focus on next season because mm-hmm. this season probably is going to be lost for you, just like it is for the yeah, rest of you know. League. And I picked them to win next year. I didn't think that all this stuff that we're talking about was going to happen to this team, but I did pick them to win next year. On the basis of it takes a little bit more than one year to build chemistry. I mean, LeBron's Miami Heat figured that out. That's a big part of the reason why they yep. didn't win in the first season. Um, so I'm still, with that, though, I'm still feeling confident in my Clippers pick. They're playing some of the best basketball that nobody's talking about, which is exactly what they need. Yeah, we're going to talk about uh, playoff P, if he's actually going to show up come yeah. the playoffs. That is a question mark, but still. It, I mean, yeah. I, I like yeah. what I see right now. I'm glad you like what you see. What other things that everybody around here likes to see from us here at Unfair is going to be our Monday news. And now, Jimmy has the news. Ah, thank you, Wendy. Okay, so Jay, uh, former Washington football team chief and 49ers quarterback, uh, Alex Smith, the reigning comeback player of the year, announced his retirement. Saw that. On Instagram today. Uh, can recall exactly how many seasons that he played, but former number one pick of the San Francisco 49ers over Aaron Rodgers. No, I'm not salty about that. <clears throat> um, anyhow, having come back from the catastrophic injury that he experienced, Jay, to play this past season, how about, why don't you send him off with some kind words into retirement? Um, I appreciate it, Alex Smith. I felt like Alex Smith was a product of his environment mm-hmm. and his ability to even continue to play as long as he did dealing with the situations he did in San Francisco is a, that's an applause to me for him. He had a great year. He had a great career. Mm-hmm. He, well, he had as great a career as he possibly was going to be able to under have. those circumstances. Oh yeah. Cause the circumstances were bad. I mean, he went through 
in what the what's that seven eight seasons with the 49ers he had what how many coaches like, i mean offensive coordinators like Six? seven or eight yes yeah, yeah. Like that. so yeah mm-hmm. what else you do yeah um i think that him coming back this season was i would say the perfect end to his movie he was never gonna you know win a championship with that team or whatever but just to come back from what he came through and then in the very first game carried aaron donald on his back for several steps i think that's the perfect end to the movie of alex smith so he will be remembered hopefully he can get into coaching or something i agree all right so uh speaking of retirement Dwayne wade former miami heat great future hall of famer bought a stake in the utah jazz uh franchise jay and not only that he wants a hands-on role with the organization so we know that one thing that utah suffers from is being in a small market tough to get big name free agents having d wade in the fold do you think that he will help them eventually land a big name free agent in utah <laughs> they still have to live where in utah right yeah no <laughs> it's not going to change anything for him. I mean, no shade to utah itself but there's a reason why players don't go just voluntarily move out there mm-hmm. so and whatever reason that is there's a reason why big name players don't just go out there and voluntarily move to utah so him getting in there, it's cool. It's great for him to get his hands dirty or whatnot. I'm surprised he didn't buy into the Miami Heat, but I think there's a particular reason why, especially with the owner, Ryan. I'm feeling that he, um, there must be something business-wise that's uh-huh. going along with this mm-hmm. that made him join on with them. So I'm ready to see what they do. I think you're kind of underestimating D-Wade. I think that he can. I think that if he can help them build something resembling a championship roster, because I don't care that they're the one seed, they're, prob- they're not going to win the championship this year. I think that if he can use that and his own iconic nature of you know being in the NBA, being one of the, I guess one of the godfathers of the NBA now, I think that he could help sway at least one big name free agent at some point. Yeah. All right. Lastly, uh, fresh off of their national championship game loss, the Gonzaga, don't know the mascot, basketball team, Bulldogs, uh, Bulldogs. Uh, their star point guard Jalen Suggs. <laughs> Most of America doesn't know that, Jay. All of America. Yeah. Knows that. Um, it's a big old bulldog on there. Never no, mind. no, nobody knows that. Jalen Suggs is going to enter the draft. Uh, that was announced today. However, Gonzaga landed the number one recruit in high school basketball, Chet Holmgren, who will be playing for Gonzaga, most likely starting this season. So since they're reloading, since they keep getting closer and closer to a championship, do you think Gonzaga will win one in the next three years? I'll say yes. I'll give them the next three years. They'll eventually, especially if they're able to continue to get these prospects like this. Uh-huh. Now, when the NBA goes to 18... Uh, years old to come straight to the league, that's going to really help them a lot. Because mm-hmm. they'll be able to actually put together uh, produce teams, whereas everybody else will be chasing after players that don't decide to go pro if they can get anybody that's a one-and-done type prospect. So, um, Mark Fuse do, does a really good job of like, you know, constructing a team. They need to go to like the weight room and actually lift weights mm-hmm. and not do Pilates so that they can go ahead and not get out muscle next time. That's right. Power always beats finesse. That is very true. Is that it? That's it. It's news. And that was Jimmy with the news. Thank you, Bob. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022, and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. So, Jay, switching gears to the NFL, 
the Washington football team did something that was cool, funny, but yet so Washington football team recently. And that is they polled their fans um, regarding 15 potential names that the Washington football team might eventually adopt. They uh, I can't re- exactly remember who they put it out there. It might have been Twitter where you could pick your top two choices. And I'm guessing that they will take this information into consideration if right. they have an overwhelming top two. So uh, so I got the list of the names. Some of these are quite interesting, Jay. So I thought it would be fun for us to go through these one by one. Okay. And you haven't seen these. So each nope. one, I'm going to give you one. And you give me your one word response based on your initial impression or initial thought of the name. And then at the end, if we have time, you can give me your top two. And then, hey, I mean, one day that might be the name of the team. Okay. All right. So let's go. All right. Number one, this is Washington football, the Washington Griffins. Whack. (laughs) I thought Peter. (laughs) (laughs) The Washington Peters. That's terrible. All right. Do you know what a Griffin is? Mm-hmm. You do? It's like a mystical animal, right? That, it's like, it's like, like a bird it's rat like a, with wings. Yeah, something like that. The uh, Kinesis College in New York—that's mm-hmm. their uh, mascot, the Blake Griffins. I still don't love it. Yeah, the Blake Griffins. Yeah, how about that? All right, number two, Warriors, Washington. <laughs> okay. It feels like Washington. Yeah. I mean, you think about it. You know, military, all of that stuff that goes with it. Feels mm-hmm. like Washington. What's that? Uh, alliteration. Washington Wizards. Two W. So usually yep. it flows better like that. So I like it. I like it. Three Armada. Confusing. It's, I think Armada in the Armada is like a fleet of ships. I think a fleet of like navy ships, or could be a, a fleet of airplanes, something like that. But um, confusing. Confusing. I'm, I'm, I went with no on that because it is confusing, <laughs> right? All right. Number four, Rising. The Washington Rising. Bad. <laughs> I said weird because that's it's one of those it's a word but it's not it doesn't it's not like a it's not like a noun or something right yeah it's, it's, it's more of an adjective maybe meant to describe English teachers might destroy me if they heard me say that if I'm wrong but that's meant to describe something rising it feels it's, like it's not what you are it's what is happening yeah right you, you uh, yeah you're not a rising right <laughs> I want to <laughs> yeah I love being a rising chase <laughs> chase young's a rising right it makes no sense well I mean his stock is rising but Anyway, yeah. Number five, Swifts. Taylor. DeAndre. <laughs> Taylor. Right. <laughs> Shake it out. Shake it out. That's what it feels like with that. Like, My what? Taylor beats your DeAndre. Um, yeah, okay. Skip. Number six, Commanders. The Washington Commanders. The Washington Commanders. Yeah. Appropriate. Mm-hmm. I thought CFL. That feels like a CFL team's name. It does. And it may very well be. It probably was stolen from the them. Saskatchewan Commanders. Number seven, Pilots. Eh, mundane. I said nope. I just it's not bad, but it's not good. Like, it's, just, I, I it blah. Like it's blah. I'll go blah. Mm-hmm. Now I may contradict myself on that later. You'll see why. Number eight, Rubies. The Washington Rubies. <laughs> shiny. <laughs> it's just shiny. Rubies? The Rubies. <laughs> Awful. Awful. Number nine, Wild Hogs. Dash? <laughs> dash. Do we have a dash in between there? No, just Wild Hogs. No. No. 
thought no. Messi. You know, he's who wants to be a wild hog. Yeah, right? Messi does sound number good. ten. Riders. Rioters? No, riders. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna no, say, dang, rioters. I mean, I mean, would you want to play some rioters? I don't know. Yeah. I, I think twice. Well, uh, might be a tough one, fellas. When he wanna start mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Spider Man up in here. Right. Um, riders, riders, like like the uh, uh, riders. Yes. Um. Yeah, that one's that one. You, you lost me there. Lost, lost, lost. You know that feels like more. I said L A. That feels more like a L A. team. The L A. Riders. It seems like. You know, like Raiders, Riders. Riders, yeah, or maybe like an XFL team. You could see them having that type of. I name. could totally see an XFL team mm-hmm. with that name. Number eleven. Now this involves a change in using Washington, Capital City football team. Capital, so like Golden State instead of California, Capital City football. Capital team. City. Yep. <laughs> Stolen. <laughs> oh yeah. Why is that? Because the Washington Wizards G League team is the capital city go-go's. There you go. <laughs> I said long, even despite that, even if it was cool, it's long. You can, be, you can be CCFT, but still long, too long. Number 12, Red Wolves. Expensive. Because if I'm correct, <laughs> someone bought a lot of these trademarks, mm-hmm. and they're going to be holding them hostage in price points, and Red Wolves was one of them. It's going to be expensive to get that. I didn't think about that. I said interesting. I, I don't hate it. It's interesting. 13, aviators. Appropriate. I said DiCaprio. So he did that movie, The Aviator, like 15 years ago. It's probably the only movie of his I've never seen. I think it's appropriate for Washington. If, mm-hmm. I like I said, it feels military-esque. Right. And it's better than pilots, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Much better. Yeah. Okay, so I, 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 like I mean, I mean, you can go from the shades to the actual person flying to uh-huh. feel the right feel of an aviator. So yeah, yeah, their mascot. Well, no, that wouldn't. Make, I was gonna say their mascot could be a pair of glasses, some Top Gun. Yeah, what's name? What's name? Kenny Loggins. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> actually, Sterling Archer would be their mascot. Perfect, Sterling, you said Sterling, Sterling Archer. Archer is your mascot. A cartoon there Sterling Archer. I'm I'm so we're helping them out. You don't need the fans. You just need to listen to us. Number fourteen. Yep. Wayfarers. Lost. Bible? That sounds like a biblical word. Wayfarers. I just don't even. I don't I'm know lost. what that is. I'm lost <laughs> as to what, what that has to do with Washington. Yeah, I don't know what that is. All right. Last one, number 15, ambassadors. Government. I said useless. Primarily for that reason. Ambassadors, they go and talk to people. You know, in foreign nations or whatever, they're just meant to make the country look good. They don't do anything. They, they don't create anything. Well, they create relationships. Uh, People, you know, I, tell I them tell true. them a portion of the truth. <laughs> right. They manipulate them. Yeah. So you know, to hold on the way you get that. Government. All right. So I'll read them again. Lastly, you can tell me your top two. So of these, Griffins, Warriors, Armada, Rising, Swifts, Commanders, Pilots, Rubies, Wild Hogs, Riders. Capital City football team, Red Wolves, Aviators, Wayfarers, Ambassadors. All what right. are your top two? My top two, number one is Washington football team. Just leave it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's so you, it's so just basic. Mm-hmm. That feels like who you are. Go with that. Mm-hmm. Wasn't one of the options, but I like that. I, 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 I Yeah, that's why I had to add that to number 16. Um, I, hope, I do <laughs> hope that they keep that. And mm-hmm. number two, 
I actually like the Red Wolves. Mm-hmm. I know it'd be expensive, but it's you know it's different. Mm-hmm. It's different. I, I like the idea of Red Wolves. I don't know why. I guess with their color scheme, it feels like it will go with it because it keeps mm-hmm. the incorporation of the red, but it's not a slur. It's more, mm-hmm. you know, an animal. It, it passes the test because I had a test for this. I said, okay, here's how to evaluate a nickname. You have to say, I'm a this. If it sounds stupid, don't go with that because, I mean, players that you sign are going to say that. I'm a this. I'm a red wolf. Yeah, I'm a chief. I'm a buccaneer. I'm a wolf. Yeah, yeah, I'm a red wolf. Okay. Um, can it be made fun of? Red wolf? Not really. Not really. You, nah, make, you really make fun can't. of anything, but you'd have to struggle to make fun of that. Do people instantly have an idea of what it is? Yes. Yes. Right? And does it help you? Is it easy to create a mascot based off that? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So that passes the test. I said that was one of mine. Red Wolves is one of mine. And Aviators. It's something about that I really like. I can dig that. Yeah. Like I said, Sterling Archer can be the mascot. Right, exactly. He can be walking around. Yeah. <laughs> a blasting Kenny Loggins on a boombox. There you go. That's the runout song for the yep. beginning of each Danger Zone game. every single time. Yeah, yep. I will. I will honorable mention. Uh, even though it's more XFLish riders, I do like that, and I kind of liked Warriors. I know Golden State. I get all that, but still, it's not been used in the NFL. I don't think. You don't like Warriors? No. Why don't I you like it. Warriors? Watch the Warriors. It. I'm a I warrior. Hate it. I hate it. Why do you hate? How could you hate Warriors? Do you I hate, hate Golden State Warriors? Then? No. Why do you hate it for them? Because Golden State's already got it. Just, just leave it to them. It's a basketball team. But it's still they still got, they got it. Leave it there. Hmm. If the, if an LA team called themselves the Warriors, <laughs> I could work with that because they're both in LA. It's kind of like the Arizona Cardinals and the St. Louis Cardinals. Back in the day, they were both the St. Louis Cardinals mm. uh, or whatnot. Football and basketball mm. relocation happened, and boom, mm. still have the names, but. They had a connection. It can work. It can it. so work. No. You have the San Francisco no. Giants and you have the New York football Giants. All right. The Washington football warriors. How about that? <laughs> you just you just really want this warrior one to just happen. No, it's, don't you? It's, it's my number three. It's not my it's number four, actually. I want I would say Aviators is probably my top favorite. I can see that. Red Wolves, Red Wolves, or keep it the Washington football. Washington mm. football team. What I hope simple. doesn't happen is that a bunch of trolls. Don't enter in their worst names just to see if eventually they choose one of the worst names. Thinking fans love this particular name, like the Rubies, just spam Rubies. Just get a bunch of friends. I can totally see them doing that. Get on Reddit and be like, everybody choose Rubies. That'd be horrible. Yeah. But it'd be God, so Washington. It'd be so Washington. Which one do you think is the worst? Is Rubies your worst one? It's got to be Ruby. I say Rubies is probably the worst one. The Swifts are, are the worst the ones to me. Like, why? That's, that's not the worst one because why? Swifts. You move fast. No. Swift. Swifts. What's a Swifts? What's a Swift? A Washington football player. What is a Swift? Who moves fast. What's a Swift? You got to run a 4 What is a Swift, to Jimmy? Team, a Washington football Jimmy, player. Jimmy, you cannot even tell me what a Swift is. Three, who Al you Davis would have drafted. Ta- <laughs> Al, did Al Davis own Darius Washington? Darius Hayward Bays. How about that? The Darius Hayward Bays. Does yes. Darius Hayward Bay work play for Washington? Not yet. What is a Swift, Swift, Jimmy? Someone who gets da- Jimmy explain da- to me what a Swift is. comes out of retirement you and plays for the Washington a Swift. Swift is. A fast person. He is a Swift. All right, so fine. So you change <laughs> the yeah. definition for that. It is if Webster's eventually adopts Swift as someone who runs fast. So you change the language by so Swift. a fast person. Yes, it's one of the worst ones, but it's not the worst one. That's the worst one. Ruby's is is, is definitely an honorable mention for worst. <laughs> but Swift is it. I would say Rising is worse than that. What? Cause I can't, who, I can't do anything with that. I do rising is third, third worst. Yes, but you're saying it's worse than Swifts. Swifts is the worst. It is not the worst. Swifts is the worst. 
You can There's no explanation with, you, you for having You can do something Swifts. with it. No, you cannot. I just did something with it. The Swifts. You are a Swift, meaning you're really fast. That does not you mean you're really fast. You can't play a lick of football, but you run a 4-3. That's not, that does not mean <laughs> that, Jimmy. You just made that up. That's you made it up exactly. badly. No, exactly. I made that up. That was the point. Yeah, and it, it was horrible. You can't make, I can make up something around Swifts. I can't make up anything around Rising. That's you just what I'm did that. You made something about Rising. What did Chase I say Young about rising? is Rising. You said that. I know, but you made something up about Rising. You said that at the beginning of the, uh, when we were I just read the name. I didn't say anything about that. You did. I said you can't do anything with that. You can't do anything with Swifts. I just did something with that's Swifts. Not, that's not doing why something. Why are you doing this? I don't understand why <laughs> I you just did this That with means Swifts. something. It doesn't. It it's does. Swifts. Swifts. It works. It's, American, it's horrible. You know it works. The Swifts. Yeah, I know it don't. <laughs> Poll you guys on that. Yup. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details. So let me remind y'all, check out our YouTube page, like, subscribe there as well. Sharing is caring and share it with a friend. Put it on social media with us, Facebook, Instagram, and the tweeters. That way we can grow said channel and bring you guys additional great content. Uh, so with that, the Dallas Mavericks are upset. Now, on my solo show, I talked about how this season is kind of lost due to all the injuries that we're dealing with, all of the issues that we're dealing with in mm-hmm. general. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I also spoke lightly on Mark Cuban and Luka Doncic's complaints. They have aired out their grievances around the play-in tournament. And so with Mark Cuban, he pulled out that um, he gets why the NBA is doing it, but if we're going to be creative because of COVID, we should go straight up 1-20 to and let the bottom four play in. This is the year particularly to do it since the 10-game cut from the normal 82-game season Uh were in conference. The worst part of this approach is that it doubles the stress of compressed schedule. Rather than playing for a playoff spot and being able to rest a player, the standings become clearer. Teams have to approach every game as a playoff game to either get into or stay in the top six since the consequences, as Lucas said, are enormous. So players are playing more games and more minutes in fewer days. And of course, Luca voiced it. He didn't feel like it makes any sense. He doesn't see the point behind it. Um, but to be honest, I feel like both of them are just whining. And it seems like Luca has become the league whiner, as has been noted and pointed out how he complains about every single freaking call that he happens learned. on the court. It's because he learned from Dirk. Uh, I could totally see that, but Jimmy, I have to ask you this question. Do you feel like the play-in tournament was a bad idea like Mark Cuban is saying? No, I think it was a great idea, and I think that both of these individuals are very short-sighted because, yes, you say that for the team that's 7-8 and eight, who normally wouldn't have to do a play-in, yes, you may not like it, but what they don't realize is that the Mavericks oftentimes find ways to lose games and can very well find themselves in the 9 or 10 spot. And then if that were to happen, I bet you they would want the play-in tournament then. Yep. But the other side of it is, well, for this particular thing that I'm about to say, I'm disappointed in Mark Cuban for it and not Luka Doncic. I'm disappointed in Mark Cuban because 
he has to understand that a big part of this is for television because just on the edge of the 10th seed are the New Orleans Pelicans and Zion Williamson, who could become the face of the league. So this, and I think they did something similar last year in the bubble, right? Where you had a bit of a play in yep. for those bottom seats. There was. Yeah. So they've already done it before. And it was, to me, it was successful. Yeah. Uh, it was in part of the bubble experience, but he has to understand that this is another way, especially in a year like this, where, you know, fan participation actually being there in the stadium for the games, in the arenas for the games, I mean, has been just dramatically reduced because of the current circumstances with the pandemic and that this play in tournament could be a way to at least minimally boost ratings and help increase advertising revenue, whereas the NBA needs to recoup some of the money that they've lost because of the pandemic. And I would think Cuban being the businessman that he is, being the billionaire that he's been, you know, for a decade or two would understand that a big piece of this play in tournament is for television. Yep. So that aspect of it, I'm disappointed he doesn't appreciate. Whereas Luca, Luca's still a kid. He's thinking more in the terms that you already <clears throat> said. He won't even be think he won't care about any of that. But to say that, I mean it's hyperbole too, to say that it doubles you say it doubles you mentioned the word like it doubles the stress of the season. Yeah, it, 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 because it of the compressed schedule. It doesn't. You've been <laughs> dealing with this since what November, December, a three to five day, five days at the most for this play in tournament for the bottom four seeds is not doubling anything. Yes, you might miss a day or two of rest that you might have might have had. But if you're in the nine or ten spot, you thank your lucky stars that you have an opportunity to still get into the playoffs because that's more money for your organization, honestly, even though you're not going to win anything as a seventh or eighth seed. So they're both wrong. So to be fair to Luca on this, this is where I get his side of it. Because of this compressed schedule and the fact that they had to do the schedule in halves in order to prepare to reschedule games that had to be canceled due to COVID protocols or Mm -hmm or contact tracing or teams having to reschedule games, mm-hmm. they are now in a situation where they're going to play 30-something games in like six weeks. Ton of back-to-backs, ton of um, uh, five and sevens and, and, mm-hmm. and, and, or five and eights, where, or even six and eights, where you've got a whole bunch of games just lined up and there's going to be guaranteed exhaustion. We're seeing it now. We're seeing the consequences of that. Teams are struggling. We're dealing with injuries after injury. Jamal Murray's done. LeBron and, and Anthony Davis have missed most of the season. Kevin Durant's been in and out. James mm-hmm. Harden's hurt mm-hmm. in the regular season. And that dude's a tank. He rarely missed games. <laughs> True. Uh, Donovan Mitchell is now down. Zach Levine's out due to health and safety protocols. I don't think his is injury-related. It's more COVID-related. But as you, as I'm going through all of this, there are injury after injury after injury after injury. And I talked about this at the, in the first segment. This is the lost season for the NBA. This season is bad. Now, for us as Thunder fans, locally, this is perfect for the Thunder because this is the year that we just ignore everything, pretend like it didn't happen, and we can tank it, go and get a high draft <laughs> pick, and hopefully get a player that's going to be impactful over the next five, seven years mm-hmm. with uh, SGA and the rest of the roster. But for those teams that are actually competing, this is really bad. There's a there's – a lot of the high usage players, they can't even really rest them because of the play in. And so because of that, teams have to, they're going to be playing all their players up until the 
to the final bell. Mm. Now, with that, if it was an 82-game season, they'd probably be doing the same thing anyway because for some odd reason, the Dallas Mavericks are the seventh seed, and I promise that everybody was telling us that Luka Doncic was going to be MVP. I picked him <laughs> to be the MVP for one reason and one reason only because the narrative was going to be perfectly placed around him mm-hmm. to become the MVP. Right. Not because I thought that he should have been the MVP. I'm following the narrative that he was going to be MVP. That's out the window now because they are the seventh seed. I don't know why they're so low. I don't know why they suck so bad. They're playing really bad basketball. And this feels to me like just whining because they're not playing as good as they they should be. Exactly. And that's part of the whining. Exactly what you said right there. Okay. If you don't want to be in that seventh or eighth spot, how about you win games? Right. Didn't they lose yesterday to the Kings? Yep. Yep. Lost to the Kings yesterday. So don't talk to me about this play-in tournament when your team is losing themselves into having to play in it. Hmm? Don't want to win games. They lost two straight losses to the Knicks and the Kings. Exactly. So They've lost four of their last five. So they lost to – So Yeah. Exactly. So use it as motivation to get into the sixth spot or the fifth spot. It won't be easy. I realize that. But losing games is not going to help you. Yeah. I mean, you're right. And they are a few ga- – they're like two games behind Portland, which this is crazy how, <laughs> like, their division is just awful right now. Their mm-hmm. division is – I don't think anybody's going to make the playoffs out of their division, it feels like, besides <laughs> them. Well, them and Memphis are both fighting for, for the uh, the 7th and 8th seat. The Pelicans mm-hmm. have just vanished. Now, I will say this because I'm all about players resting extra bye weeks. We've talked about that before. If For the teams who do have to be in the play-in tournament, it would be nice if you gave them two days off, both for rest and for preparation, because that only makes your product better in the play-in tournament. Right. So I would like that. I don't want them to – for the season to end on Wednesday and you're in this – essentially playoff game on Thursday. That's not fair. Or Friday. Now, this is the one thing I'm curious about with the play-in, and I guess this is probably the one thing that I feel like should be adjusted, is that there shouldn't be a play-in if teams aren't within a certain amount of games. Mm-hmm. And, I, and, I don't, so? and I don't – like, for example, if you're four games out at the 10, you shouldn't be able to play into a play-in. That should be out. Right. You should be now, that, now, that was a part of the rules that they did last year in the bubble, yes. right? There were a certain amount of games that you had to be within. Exactly. Okay, I agree with that. And in this one, I, I don't believe there is. Yes, and that's, yes. that is 9 just, and 10, no just, matter what. Exactly. 7, okay. 8, 9, and 10. I agree, do, I agree with that. 7 and 8 just got to win one game. 9 and 10 has got to win two. That bo- that's bothersome to me because at that point, if there's injuries going into the playoffs, one of these 7 or 8 teams could technically get screwed out of their spot even though they were able to get there at seven or eight, if and especially if their star their player is going to be back. Like if Luca gets hurt the last week of the season and he's gonna to have to sit for about a week and a half, mm-hmm. their first playoff game isn't for a week and a half, he would make a full recovery and be ready to play. That would put them at a very a big time disadvantage. But you mm-hmm. are right. This is a television this is a television product. They need to do as much as possible to get people engaged in watching. And suspenseful stuff like this mm-hmm. is definitely a reason to tune into a basketball yeah, game. It's great theater. It's great theater. It's great theater. It would dominate the entire week. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, especially at that point because this is going to be a June. What's it be? No, this be May. This be May. Mid-May. This be yeah. mid-May. And what else is going on mid-May? How about nothing? Besides baseball? <laughs> nothing. In hockey? Nothing. NFL drafts already happened. Nothing. Yep. Right. Yeah, I'm, exactly, I'm, I'm, exactly, exactly. I'm drawing a blank here. What else is there? <laughs> Nothing to go on. So yeah, this is something the NBA has to do to, like you said, recoup a little bit of the funding that they're losing because fans can't be at games. But yeah, y'all got to stop whining. Now, mm. outside of that, though, this is a lost season, and it kind of hurts my heart that we're dealing with this. <laughs> Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. 
Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. All right, Jay, let me go ahead and wrap this up and put a bow on on it. it. (laughs) Let's go back to the NFL. All right, so we had the Chiefs and the Buccaneers in the Super Bowl, Mahomes versus Brady. And uh, ironically, each one had an offseason surgery, a minor surgery, we'll say. Uh, Tom Brady uh, had minor surgery on his knee recently, as well as Patrick Mahomes having had surgery on his toe recently. Both said that the surgery went well and that they are ahead of schedule Okay, um, in rehabbing. Hopefully they can be there by the main training camps this summer. We believe they will be. The main train. They can go out there and compete again for another Super Bowl. So to that point, Jay, it got me thinking about these two, about the GOAT. And someone who could potentially be the future GOAT. Yeah. You know, um, sitting at the table with the other GOATs. I thought about, okay, after how the season ended, looking to the season now with what we've seen in free agency, with what we're most likely to see uh, in this upcoming draft next week, which of these two players is, I guess, which is mo- who is most likely to get back to the Super Bowl? As difficult as that is. Who is most likely this season to get back to the Super Bowl? Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs or Tom Brady and the Bucks? How many Super Bowls have Tom Brady been to? It's been a 10. Is there any other question? I No, like seriously, Tom Brady has been to 10 Super Bowls. But not in a row. Not in a row, but he's been to 10. Yes. That's the thing. He's won, He has won back-to-back Super Bowls. Now, it's been a long time since they've done that. But Tom has been to... 10 Super Bowls. So I'm going to say that it's more likely he's going to go once, maybe twice more before he retires. If he ever retired, dude might be playing when he's 50. I don't know <laughs> how he's going to do it, but hey, he's Tom Brady and he seems to look like he's getting younger Kale every Sally. year. Kale, Kale pajamas, boy. Hey man, hey. something about it. I'm, I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to knock it until I try it. Right. Real talk. But I think that Tom's going to be, ended up going to Super Bowl before Mahomes goes back. Um, if everybody was healthy going into that Super Bowl, mm-hmm. I I would lean more Kansas City winning that. Mm-hmm. That that Tampa defense is ridiculous, but they were prepared to take and exploit that KC lost those uh those linemen. Mm-hmm. And so because of that, I I fault KC's loss to that portion of it. And then at the same time, Holmes was hurt. So, you know, Tampa Bay took advantage of it. Like I said, it's a game it's a game of attrition. Mm-hmm. The most healthy team that's prepared for it. We'll win it. And at the same time, Tampa Bay did something that's very unprecedented. They actually got just about everybody back mm. this year. So everybody, that's, everybody except Antonio Brown. So far. And that's so far. We don't know. He, yeah, he, right. he may show back up. Or they may say, you know what? We need to just drive somebody else young and yep. just go that direction. Whoever it is is going to produce. Exactly. They're going to find a way to make them produce. Or, I mean, Junior Elliman might show up down there at the end of the season because yep. they need another player. Yep. My point is... That team is built and prepared. They're built for a championship. They're all they all are very unselfish, which I'm super surprised about. You would think Leonard Fournette would go out there and get his bread. He didn't. Donovan Sue, he didn't. You know what I'm saying? They they actually look like they're trying to make a dynasty out of this for as long as Tom Brady's around. Mm-hmm. And so because of Brady Goat out there throwing championship trophies <laughs> like he is, um, I, I don't see Patrick Mahomes beat, going to Super Bowl before Tom does, before Tom retires at least. I agree with you, but I agree for different reasons. Um, just looking at, just really throwing out 
all of Tom Brady's Super Bowl appearances. I took a look at the AFC and the NFC. You remember when we were growing up how easily the NFC was always the strongest conference? Oh, yeah. You compared to the AFC. Well, that has totally changed because I looked at what Brady would have to go through in order to get back and what Mahomes would have to go through. Mahomes would have to go through Lamar and the Ravens, Josh Allen and the Bills. Uh, the Pats have reloaded in free agency, just money everywhere. And this is before the draft. Yep, Cam coming back for another season. And the Indianapolis Colts, one of the best O-lines and one of the better defenses with good yeah, coaching. Yeah. And Carson Wentz, who was an MVP the last time he was with Frank Reich, who's the head coach of the Colts, as That's you know. True. Right. All Tom Brady has to go through, maybe Seattle and maybe the Rams. That's it. Here's why. His division, nobody in his division can touch him right now. They couldn't last season. They can't right now, especially the Saints having lost Drew Brees. They can't touch him. The NFC North, where the Packers are the best team, he spotted them three interceptions in one quarter, couldn't do anything with it. They're not a threat. Uh, AFC, um, NFC South, that's his division. Yep. Who am I missing? NFC East, do I need to go into that? I mean, Dak is back. Okay. I mean, if you ask anybody, I, I talked to Chris. I got my haircut. You're, you're, you're Cowboy fan, young. yeah. You know, that's I'm right. a resident Cowboy fan. Guess what he said? They're going to win the next five Super Bowls. They're going to win the Super Bowl, baby. That's right. They're back. Right. They're back. They're back. They're back. Contracts. Splat. All right, fine. The Dallas Cowboys. There you go, Cowboy Nation. No. Maybe Seattle. Maybe the Rams. That's it. The Rams, we don't know what Matthew Stafford is going to look like. They got the best defensive player in football. Maybe the best cornerback. The Sean McVay offense. So they could really do something. They could push teams. Seattle. It's hard not to believe in Russ. It really, really is. No matter how much they ref- how they turn off the burners, turn off the stove midway through the season and won't let him cook. I understand that. But Seattle's still a tough team, and they're going to be better on defense. Outside of those two teams, I don't see anybody else who is a potential threat to Tom Brady and the Bucks, and that's the reason why they're going to breeze, unless barring a catastrophic injury to Brady, they're going to breeze to another Super Bowl. So you're not sold on Andy Dalton leading the <laughs> Chicago Bears up? I thought about it. I really did think about it, but I remember that I was thinking about Andy Dalton. I don't think he's a terrible quarterback like most people, but I mean, the Bears, they don't scare anybody anymore. Jared Goff can go out there and do something with them Lions. I thought about that. I don't think he's a terrible quarterback, but he plays for Detroit. <laughs> you're going to repeat the exact same thing you I said am, about Andy I am. <laughs> Even the 49ers. Their quarterback situation is too unsettled, and they could potentially go into the season, my 49ers, with a rookie quarterback if they get rid of Jimmy Garoppolo, or even if they keep Jimmy Garoppolo, he's not going to get you past this Bucks team. Yeah. It's not even them. The Cardinals, I think Arizona's probably the team that I think them and the Rams, well, that's the thing about it. Everybody's coming out of that division. Exactly. All of the exactly. They're going to they're gonna pulverize each other the entire regular season they and not are. have hardly anything left for the playoffs. And Tom Brady's going to just walk. Yeah. So you should feel better. You should get ready to order yourself another shirt. Oh, you I just, I just laid out for you exactly why the Buccaneers are probably going to win another championship. I'm probably going to make a few shirts with that because mm-hmm. of just knowing that they're going to do this. Because you know what they're going to say. Nobody, no team has repeated in almost 20 years, given that that was a Brady team, the Brady Patriots going back-to-back. So he's going to use that as motivation to come back and win it again. And show you all that he is going to repeat just because he is Tom Flippin' Brady. Mm-hmm. I, okay. I think you sold me on it. Thank you. That you're, you're welcome. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, we'll definitely have the predictions prepared. Uh, NFL draft is next week, so I'm pretty excited about that. And, yes. Um, I'm excited and a little nervous. It's not a good position to be in. Uh, yeah, because I don't know what the hell y'all going to do. So with that, Jimmy, it's on the ending room floor. Ending room floor. All right, so uh, so Jay, let's keep it, uh, let's keep it with you. 
So quarterback for Michigan, Joe Milton, who started six games for Michigan last season yeah. uh, before he was benched, has decided to transfer to the Tennessee Volunteers. Saw that. And potentially become their starting quarterback. Uh, you know something of Joe Milton, so tell me a little bit about him. I mean, he's 6'5", 247. He's a monster of a, of a, of a specimen <laughs> out there. Uh, he didn't uh-huh. do too well with uh, – I mean, he's a former four-star. He didn't do too well last season with uh, Michigan. Blaine I mean, Harbaugh. Yeah, I'd, that's all we can do. But <laughs> let's, let's see what Josh Heupel's offense can do with him. Oh, oh. That's what gets me most excited about this is that Josh Heifel is the one designing plays. I know someone who knows him, and other coaches may do this, but they, you know, from time to time they hang out with him, and they say he'll just be, he could be mid-sentence, he'll just start writing on a napkin, think of a play. Like, he's his mind is always churning out offense. That's something you can't teach. That's something you can't coach. You either have it or you don't. Yeah, So true. you should be really excited about that. It's going to be a good football season for you. Man, I'm still worried about that. my volunteers and yeah. sanctions and crap. All right. So uh, to the NBA, Anthony Davis late last week was cleared to return to practice. They say his return to um, to the games is going to be within a week or two, potentially. So going into the playoffs, Jay, what are the percentage chances that he stays healthy for the entire playoffs? Uh, About 98 percent. 98 percent. Yeah, I think he'll stay healthy through the playoffs. That's about the only time he'll be healthy, it seems like. Optimism. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, seriously, think about it. I mean, Anthony Davis has gotten hurt just about every season he's been in the NBA, roughly. I'm not saying every, but I don't think he's played um, 82 games yet. So, if he has, he's only done it maybe once. So, with that, if that's the case, then what's the chances of him. Yeah, he hasn't played a yeah full season ever <laughs> in his career. So, so but he did make it through the playoffs right. with the Lakers. He did. He got a little nicked up, but Bron said... And he made it through the playoffs playing. with the Pelicans when he made it to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say 60% only because that calf injury, as Kevin Durant taught us, it's it's unpredictable how that could affect the if rest of the If it's a calf injury, that's the thing. If it's a calf injury. Right. Right. All right, so lastly, uh, the Boston Celtics, who everyone had basically left for dead, Jay, have won six straight in their thrilling victory. Watch the whole game Saturday night over the Golden State Warriors. So they've won six straight, won eight out of the last nine, and are currently in the five spot in the East. Tonight they play the Bulls without Zach Levine, so most likely it'll be seven in a row. Do you think, are you sold that they can make it back to the Eastern Conference Finals, especially since you believe the Nets are going to get bounced in the second round? Yep. I'm sold on them making it to the Eastern Conference Finals. I've always been sold on them making the Eastern Conference Finals. What's the problem going to be there is them getting there and not going past it. I think I've, mm-hmm. I've said it before. You can watch in my old videos. I made mention of it. I think it's time for, you know, Brad to go ahead and, you know. <laughs> I mean, there's no beef with him. You know, no shade to that dude. Right. But, yeah, I... I just I don't think they have enough to get past I don't think they have enough to get past Philly yeah Philly is looking like they honestly are looking like the best team so far told you who the Nets are going to meet in the Eastern Conference Finals the Nets if it kills them the Nets will get eliminated by the Milwaukee Bucks they're going to win me my 25 bucks if they play the Heat they're going to get beat. The Nets are going to get eliminated by the Milwaukee Bucks or the Miami Heat Jay they're going to beat the Bucks they're not going to beat the Heat Actually, the Heat are uh, right now lined up to play against them in the first round. Oh my God. That's true. I saw that yesterday. <laughs> so, oh, this is so bad. That's um, beautiful. Yeah, Celtics. Did you see that report where Brad Stevens turned down seventy million to coach Indiana? He's not leaving Jay, and they're not going to get rid of him. The reason why we even know that is he wants to prove to his employer his loyalty. So they're not going to get rid of him. My God. People okay. Still, <laughs> still the Sean McVay of the 70 NBA. Mi- wow. 
Well, with that, thank you all for joining us here on Unfair, where, of course, we take a pensive approach to the sports conversation. Uh, wherever you listen to us, rate us and review while you're there and give us five stars. You think we deserve it? Just give us five anyway. Gifted. So for Mike, Bob, and Wendy, thank you so much for doing your thing and being here for the production. And from Coach Jimmy, uh, hit us up on the Unfair Fan Line, 430-901-1906, and you may end up on the show. Give us uh, some of your strongest opinions, and uh, we'll have a segment and talk about it if we can get enough calls. All right? So with that, we'll chop up with y'all in a few days. Peace. Peace. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details.